Welcome to the Epic Perspective. I am your host, DJQ. I'm here once again to tell you what it's all about. Today we're going to talk about the Epic Verse, where I'm from. What is the Epic Verse? Well, that's what I'm about to inform you humans. The Epic Verse is a place far, far away, but isn't anywhere at all. It's actually right close, right next door, but you can't see it because it's another reality. Another perspective all along. That's right. The Epic Perspective is me telling you, me translating the Epic Verse to you. It's parallel to your wor- existence in your world, but different in every way. So you consider me your anchor, your DJ, your host, your translator into what it's like to live in the epic verse. Who lives in the epic verse? Well, the Q, of course. Did I ever tell you that I'm Q of the Q? Yes, I did tell you that. That we are the Q. All of us who are Q are Q. But I am Q of the Q and I Q it up. I'm a DJ. So, Q on words? Yes. Am I epic? Absolutely. And the epic Q. I'm the king of the Q. This is true. Even though the Q don't have a king, I'm still a king of the Q because I'm the representative of the Q. I always have been representative of the Q. That is my task, my mission, to be representative, to be the joker, the tell- storyteller, the bard, if you will. To tell the story. On your planet, even bards and musicians tell stories. So that's what I'm here to do. To tell you about my world and my universe. The universe of music. Of harmony. Of sound. Why sound makes a difference. I'm here to save your music. From you. To make sure your music lasts throughout eternity. And it's utilized. Teach you how to hear music for real. Teach you how to feel the epic verse. Even though you don't think it is here, it is. And I'll teach you how to translate. When you're listening to a song, for an example, and you happen to hear the word run in the song, and you are reading the word run at the same time, a synchronicity, if you will, or seeing someone running while listening to it, there that is a cue to pay attention. You may be entering the epic verse. I will teach you how to hear songs from my perspective as we go. You're a popular artist. Down the road here shortly, I will be able to find a way to broadcast music to you. I would be doing it now, having music in the background, singing it along and giving you the direction of what is being said and how to speak in the language of the queue. Yes, I'm your translator. I'll be teaching you the language if you can slow down enough to understand it. By the word understanding, that word's a big word. It means to be beneath something to understand it. So I don't use that word lightly when I utilize uh, your English words. Your words are like spelling. If you say understand, for an example, are you beneath something? Are you willing to be beneath that thing that you say you understand? And do you really understand? 
Usually the answer is no, because you don't understand the aspect of what the meaning is entirely of something. So you don't really understand or not beneath it. You have it captured up. When you overstand something, it means it's beneath you. You really have it captured. But anyways, you people on this planet speak in reverse. When it comes to music, for an example, um, I would love to be playing a Daft Punk song right now. And in episodes, I'll be dropping songs like that, an artist. Give Life Back to Music by Daft Punk. This is where I would do an introduction to a song and play that. And then we come back to more of the story. I will be dictating my own book to you because that's what I'm going to do. It's an audio book if you haven't heard. But it will be an audio book with dictation by me and with popular music to go along with it as the score. You might want to watch this in a video version eventually. This is a podcast, and we'll get to the podcast part. Not necessarily this episode, but eventually, when I have my own place where I can put up the visuals, and you can see the popular artist music video, if there is one, and that might have more to tell in the story as I dictate the story to you. But you listen to the song and the meaning of that song from a different perspective, the epic perspective, from the epic verse. As I am epic, DJQ. That is me. You know me that now. You know me as the epic beard on the YouTube channels before. Well, I don't always just wear a beard. I'm actually a master of disguise, which you have seen, and I will show you possibly in this video. As I flash pictures of me throughout the last several months, you haven't seen me and how much my face changes. I really am the master of disguise because I'm the master of costumes, of entertaining, of entertainment, an actor, an entertainer. That's what I do. I entertain you as I go along with my life. Do whatever I need to do to give you what you need. I'm chilling with things on my device here as I dictate to you, so forgive me for that pause. I'm introducing to you, as we're a few minutes in now, also to the Epic Perspective podcast. If you would like this in an audio version, you can get that. It's in the link in the description below. You can get, be able to get that anywhere. Anywhere you listen to and download your favorite podcast, you can get the link in. There you go. It'll be available. I've been trying to paste it all over the internet, so it's available. As this goes along, it'll become more popular, especially when you begin to understand what I'm about to say here in the future about the future of the Epic Perspective and where, where we're about to go. So stay tuned for more information on the podcast as it will be coming to you as I can get it out there. And I'll set schedule, but I will get to a schedule here in time. So what am I doing behind the scenes is I'm preparing to show you my universe, my perspective. As you have probably paid attention now, those of you who have, the space engineers, the movie, well, the space systems engineer, which is me, 
I am a space systems engineer. I fill this space with sound. That's my specialty, but I'm also an engineer in multiple ways. And on this channel, I will be bringing you multiple feats of engineering, of course. As a space systems engineer, engineering is what I do. I will bring you problem, solutions to problems. For an example, I will teach you things about water and systems and plumbing, not how you normally would understand it, but different ways to approach situations as I utilize principles of nature and show you how the answers you've been searching for as humans have been beside you all along. As an example, have you ever seen air and water? Of course. You've seen a carbonated soda before. And what happens to the air? What rises to the top? Which well, air does in water. So if you can imagine this in your mind as you listen, you can utilize and see that if you would put pressure behind water with air, it becomes an air tank, and then you can push water with it higher than you normally could, depending on the water pressure. Well, you can do this with a small pump and move water multiple times by understanding how the pressure works and how it's needed, with just a small amount of air pressure. So I'll be showing you things of that nature, things of heat systems and whatnot throughout time. It'll take time to get these systems out for you to show you. These are examples and principles and how to think differently about the world around you. And it'll open your mind. I can't give you all the answers to all your problems, but I can give you, start giving you the tools. You know, if I have a prime directive uh, of non-interference, I guess it would be that I can't give you something you can destroy yourself with. But I can teach you to go in the right direction where you'll have a clue. And those of you who understand that word, understand truly, and then overstand the situation, you'll have it beneath you. The fact that you won't do the thing that would blow yourself up because you learned in the process of building the principles and why you wouldn't and what will prevent you from blowing yourself up. Inside the class, inside the problem is the solution and you'll see the answers in there and your eyes will open and like, oh, this is what he was talking about. This is why we don't do these things because this would end up hurting me or anybody else I know if this information or technology got out. When you are ready to learn, the teacher will teach you and the problem will be resolved by you the problem solver, when you humble yourself enough to see that you are not God of anything, but you are able to be a creator. And when you learn to be that creator, you learn to be respectful of the creation. And thus, you're a good creator and not a God. Not someone who thinks you're above but you can look down from a perspective as above, but not be there. It's like you're playing a video game, you know, in God mode or in third 3D third perception. Yeah, a third 3D perception, which would be a six.
What would that be? Well, you have to understand that. You have to understand seeing from multiple dimensions as well to see the epic verse. I'm describing you a scenario, but do you understand that scenario? Of course you don't understand that scenario because you don't know it yet. So, I say I am a space systems engineer. It absolutely is the fact, the truth. And I specialize in sound and communications. Obviously, that's what I'm doing now, communications. I'm talking to you. Am I a specialist in English? Absolutely not. But I'm a specialist in communications and how to convey a feeling or an emotion or a solution. I can articulate those things in a very good way. That is my specialty. I am the mechanic who solves problems. I've told you this before. And as I go along and describe today, one of my new inventions to prove to you I really am a systems engineer in the space that you call Earth. Not the final frontier, just another one. Space I've already been to. I've already been in. It's the non-space. Wait, there is no non-space. Interesting, huh? If there everything, there's a space, then how is there non-space? You thought about that? How is there a non-space? There's not a non-space. Everything is, has space. Otherwise, it would be nothing that there was no space. But there is no space in a sense because the universe abhors a vacuum, so there is no space. There's always something. Depends on your perspective on small or what that thing is. So in a way, there is space, but there isn't space. We call it space because we're naive to what's there. Just like you're naive into multiple realities and multiple dimensions. I'm, you're a time traveler, are you not? I'm recording this live, but it's not live for me when you hear it. You're in my past, I'm in your future. You see how that works? But there is a gap in between. when You did not know that I was in your future. I've been to your future. It's okay. It's a lot like your past, but different. You see, I am a time traveler. Prove me wrong. So time travel is real. I definitely, um, can, from a perspective, go back in time. I can see your comments in my past that you would leave me on a video or at a podcast that you had left in my past. I can see your comment in my future. So I can see the past and the future at the same time. Time is only make-believe. Or is it? It is and it isn't. You see, Alice, Wonderland is amazing. The other verse kind of is like Wonderland, but it's kind of like uh, all the fantasy worlds all wrapped up into one. Did I tell you that I'm a DJ? Oh, yeah, I wanted to get to that today. You've seen, if you haven't yet, I'm sure you have. If you've seen my picture for either the videos on my YouTube channel or for the podcast, you've seen the suit. Yes, the space engineer's suit.
Guess what that's going to be. Have you ever heard of Daft Punk? Give life back to music or back to that. That's what I'm here to do. Give life back to music, not just to the new music. And there is some good new music out there. Some of the old fogies don't agree, but there is. I pay attention. It's my job. There is good music left out there into the world, good music being created, and there's good music in the past. I'm going to give life back to all of that music, emphasizing past music because it's really good. It need not be forgotten, so I'll give life back to that. Now I'll give life back to modern music by exposing it to the masses. It's my job as a DJ. I'm the middleman. The artists write the music to me. Mr. DJ, play that song. Play my song, Mr. DJ. Oh, I am the DJ to the stars. The stars that sing. Am I not? Of course I am. It's my job. So as I DJ and do my job, and I expose this music to you, ones of the past and ones of the future and ones currently, I will tell a story. Because I will put them in to an order that will tell a story. My job. To make them relevant in your life. And teach you how to see the code in music from a perspective. It'll teach you how to see it from a perspective, but learning more will take your time to study how this music affects your life and the meaning in your life and how you utilize the song and the lyrics personally. If I were to sit here and to read a lyric to you or to sing a song to you, you would have a predetermined meaning of possibly the artist's meaning of the song, how that song affected you, where you heard it in life, and what you remember you were doing when you heard that music or that song. And that has influence. Now, if that is a general influence that everybody agrees upon, let's take for an, uh, an example, Happy. We all know that song from back in yesteryear, yes? Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy, right? Don't worry, be happy. We think well, that's simple to understand. Don't worry, be happy. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. It is a very simple song to understand. But now if you add the video to it, or you add another character to that video or you change in who that video is speaking to if no longer that just song is in general speaking to an audience but is being sung from one person to another then it becomes dialogue you see it becomes something more than what it is and when in my book, I'll be utilizing many songs as dialogue. Maybe not the entire song, but there'll be a certain meaning that I pick from that song that will be the dialogue, will be the meaning, the feeling I'm trying to convey that one character is saying to another. So utilizing music itself and the songs into the storytelling. This was the secret playlist I had out before that no one got the $1,000 prize from. But I will teach you how to do this.
I'm teaching you now. So in the epic verse, as I am the person who puts on the grand stages and the grand concerts of entertainment. Did I tell you that I'm epic that way? Okay, yeah, I think I did. And I'm really not patting myself in the back. It's just my job. You know, everybody has their place in what they do and what they can what they contribute. And by entertaining the people and helping them have a way that they can feel good about themselves and be happy and joyous and have downtime and they can all come together and enjoy the music and a party in an environment that's good for everybody and uplifting to the spirit. Well, that's an important job. Especially when you're doing this for an entire culture or an entire species. I mentioned before the queue that I am, in a way, a Q. You might as well consider me Q, from your perspective, that Q are an ascended race. No longer do they necessarily have to be in a physical body. Um, they can be. Not that I know of any that actually ever do anymore. Not in the reality that you understand. Uh, a cue may show up in a dream world or in a vision or a concept of a cue may show up in a video that I may utilize, that I might bring a, a personality of a cue that I know and create a character based on them. So in a sense, I would be not channeling per se, but channeling in a sense their uh, essence into that character, which I have their full permission to do, of course. I'm Q. I'm telling the Q story. And my mission is to go out and learn from the universe and do what I do. I do what I do out of my own free will and because that's what I want to do. I want to entertain. It's my purpose. Music is my purpose. It is what I do. Mostly enjoying it and teaching and showing it to others and creating feelings where I have the responsibility when I do that. I could see setting a bad mood or a sad mood or a happy mood or even a war mood, I guess, if you will, where I could be playing a lot of songs to really get the juices going before you're going to go, you know, play a sporting band and get really pumped up. There's lots of power in music. And I know that power. And that's, and you know this is to be true. So the amount of power that I have as a programmer of music, well, if I'm going to tell you a story about things you don't know, and I have that power... I'd be able to emphasize points in the storytelling that'll result in something quite amazing, I'm sure. Especially if right now, which I would love to be doing, listening to music as I dictate this to you. It'll help me think, but also could be distracting. But I think both are good. The point will come across eventually as I ramble on to whatever comes to mind. What comes to my mind right now? 
Remember that Daft Punk I talked about? In the space engineer suit? I am Iron Man. Well, kinda. I'm the space man. Well, I'm the guy who engineers the space. Anyway, something like nature. Anyway, the suit I was talking about. I think I'm going to build... No, I know I'm going to build my suit. I've been pondering for years how I wanted to display my expertise in the visuals that are involved in music, which is the light show. Of course, you have to have a good light show. And the music, and to entertain you on stage. So I've decided on a final idea. You've heard of Daft Punk. I've talked about it multiple times. If not, you are one of the few who haven't. You've seen the Daft Punk wear helmets that light up. Are you getting where I'm going? We have a spacesuit that has lots of things, including a backpack where things can be stored, like batteries and sound equipment, etc. And so... I'm going to build a suit. That's right. I'm going to build the suit. I'm going to build my suit. Every hero has to have their suit, yes? Well, now you have a clue, an inside scoop, to what I'm going to be doing and how you can help me out. You can help me out Well, I wonder if there's anybody out there who knows the intricate aspects of building a helmet. I do not, but I will learn, of course. I could 3D print it. I could build it out of model it out of clay, and then use various uh, costume techniques that I've fiddled with throughout the years. I could even start with foam. The sky's the limit, and how? and what methods I can use. Then I have to build it and then incorporate all the various electronics into the helmet to make it visually stunning and do what I want it to do and respond to whatever program or sound or computer I want to put in the helmet or the suit itself. Also, putting lights and or sound in various parts of the suit. Various things glow, possibly lasers, etc., etc. So, instead of the one-man band, the one-man show. Welcome, welcome to the epic verse, where I don't do anything haphazardly and small. I do it epically. Even when I fail, it's epic. <coughs> Though my days of failure are over, absolutely. The only way I fail is if I remain to do things as a typical human would do things. If I do things how Q would do things, well, it's impossible to fail because the Q never fail, and I never fail. I've never given up, so I can't possibly have failed. So, DJQ's suit will be epic. It'll be full of lights. Cameras and action. I will be the show. And you can help me, those of you who have various skills, 
anybody work in neutrinos or the yeah raspberry pies and various gizmos and gadgets? I know some of them, and I can't order, so I studied it a little bit. And I'm sure I will here shortly when I'm talking to you about it. Or anybody know how to help me out by, have you paid attention to space engineers, the suits? Can you get a 3D uh, image of it or create one and help me figure out the various parts that I'll need to get and where I can source those parts or figure out how to create those parts? Anyway, you can help me. I'm only one man. And I need help to get all this done in a reasonable period of time. I'm not asking you to do anything for me, you know. If you have spare time or you want to research something for me and bring options to my attention, well, I would appreciate that, of course. This is quite an undertaking, really. The more I think about it, uh, it's going to be a great project when I get done. I may even actually order a Daft Punk helmet, a working one, to utilize the technologies in it. And I have a couple of different ideas on various suits that I would wear, depending on the scenario. I wouldn't always have a spacesuit. But I also maybe wouldn't have always a helmet. So I'm considering glasses, that I am a person who wears glasses regularly. Gloves, boots, backpacks, and various things. You know, my gear. What would DJQ have and wear on a normal basis? All these things that I must consider as I bring to you my world and my universe. Trying to, again, translate my universe to, to yours. My daily wear there and my daily wear here are quite drastic. Trying to convey that world to here is quite interesting. The suit I wear there, to try to describe it in layman's terms, is a suit that it kind of morphs to whatever you need it to morph to. It changes. The suit itself is uh, a technology or an AI, where if you need it to be blue in an area, you communicate that you need it to be blue, and it needs to be a certain thickness. It changes to that because it is, it's not self-replicating. It is what it is. But it can change its texture because of the material it's made out of. And so it can change its warmth. It can retract. Let's say if you were swimming and you would want it to have more skin exposed. Well, it can retract to an area. And also it can expand. Again, various thicknesses and etc. You only need one article of clothing. And it's actually my invention. Did I tell you I'm an inventor? It's called Favskin. It's a great invention. Actually, what it also does, it monitors the body. And when it monitors the body, it helps you and gives you feedback to everything that's going on. Basically, smart clothes. Anywhere this is kind of like a suit for your whole body, but it's kind of nanotechnology. It's there, but it isn't there. 
It's quite amazing, really. It's kind of you think about Iron Man, you think about the nail technology. Again, not nano because it's not exactly that either. It's a fabric. It's a really smart fabric. It's integrating um, computers and technology into the fabric, which responds based on stimulus. We actually have them in this uh, world uh, somewhat. They have fabrics now that the more you put pressure on them, the more they're resistant. We have fabrics based on temperature. Will it will recoil or expand? Uh, we're getting there with the smart fabrics. But in, in my reality, this is uh, what clothing is. It can look at a variety of different ways. And, of course, you can add to it uh, using uh, various synthetics and natural uh, things, too. But FabScan is absolutely what everybody has. Because by helping the body as it does, it helps you physically uh, with your health. It monitors that and gives you feedback and adjusts it how it can. It lets you know what you need to do. You know, if you really do need to eat something, if you're thirsty, dehydrated. But more than that, it helps monitor everything. Um, it kind of is like, uh, again, like, Tony Stark and Iron Man, how the AI is also uh, there to help you out. But because you are uh, monitoring all your vitals and physical aspects so well, you don't usually feel or ever feel groggy or grumpy because you're in a positive state because physically you're feeling good. And because you're in that state that you feel good, you start looking better. You become happier. And then my job comes in to entertain, to help people be happier still. Because you're always in that positive mindset, dun, 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 you start looking better. Your physical features change. Your body automatically heals from uh, a minor thing because you're in a positive state and taking care of it. And mentally, you're in a better state. Because you're in a better state mentally, you're feeling better about yourself, and you start looking better physically. Your skin clears up, and the shape of your face can even change. This has been proven. Look at somebody who's on meth, as an example, in your world. You see how they're, they used to be a decent-looking person, and they look like trash. Now, this is the opposite effect. You start taking care of yourself, you're going to start looking better. Hello? That's how it works. And so FabSkin is a technology I created where I'm from, and it works flawlessly because it's how it was designed to work. And so all your communications and everything are incorporated into the FabSkin. So you don't need devices anymore. And of course, if you have a skin that goes over your body and it's a nanotype technology, communications are involved. Of course, you could look down at your wrist and what you would think would be a clothing there would be possibly a smart device in a screen or a projection of that holograms, hint, hint, holograms, where this, because of the movement, Yes, you can record movement with holograms. And the movement of your fingers can be transposed and translated back to the suit based on the other movements of the other hand and the arm 
yada, yada. You come out with a technology that can read your movements and feedback. And so you have sound, you have input, you have everything you'd have in a device, as well as visually, where, oh, interestingly enough, right? Everything you would possibly have to utilize in your phone and that much more is in your everyday clothes. And it's monitoring your health. This is Fabskin, my creation. To create something like that in this world, oh, oh, oh boy, we got a long ways to go. But we'll get there. If I live long enough in this reality, how do people do it? <coughs> anyway, so I guess the suit Mark One I'll be working on here shortly. And like Iron Man, because I like the character, I think I'll have multiple varieties of the suit. Improvements, of course. You got, you know, suit one, then suit two. You improvise it and upgrade it as you go along. Maybe a different light show or a sound show or um, a better microphone in the helmet or better cameras, because, of course, I'm going to put cameras in the helmet to record my perspective, because why wouldn't I? And utilizing drones and be able to control the drones from the suit, etc. As you can possibly, as you can see, the sky is the limit on where we're going to go with this. I'm looking into drone technology and having some of my own uh, in the future, where I will have a drone that will follow me along and around, capturing a third perspective, just like in the game. So I'll be in my suit doing things, entertaining, with a drone following me. I tell you that I'm making a series and a film. Do you see how this is a real reality now? And if you've seen Space Invaders, I only have to star me, really, right? If I'm building things as an engineer in space, oh, but I can incorporate others. And more people into my systems. But that's optional. I can do a standalone one person in the movie. And it will be epic, of course. It'll be staring me. But as you, you can already see, the concept is going to be quite interesting. If it's a musical and bringing popular music and rock music, etc., into it, where I'm wearing this suit. That's quite flamboyant and entertaining while telling an entertaining story about myself and where I'm from by reenacting things in those stories that I've told you while wearing said suit and listening to said songs. And now you can see and hear and know what the epic verse is like. And you can look, want to look forward. I would think you want to look forward. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to acting in it. Telling my own story. Telling the story of Q of the Q. The Chronicles of Q. Of Q. Are you interested yet? Anyone out there? Hello? McFly? Are you interested in knowing my story? So what do you think about that? Anybody want to help me out now? 
Are you putting links out there that, hey, this guy has a really cool idea? Uh, the Ethic Verse. Um, I can borrow on Star Trek and Star Wars and Guardians of the Galaxy. Pretty much any kind of sci-fi um, I can borrow and use to translate my universe to yours. I just told you about Fabskin, a technology I have. You have nothing like that. Do you? No. Not even in your science fiction do you have anything like that. Bazinga. I got you. I win. So I have something that you don't have. I have something to tell a story with. A background. I also have myself. And I have the queue. I can tell the story of the queue. And there's also the Amazonian type race. um, That you have to still learn about. And the queen of that race. They're kind of cool. Um... Well, they're awesome, actually. You would think that they were... Well, I won't, I'll see that story for later. There's a twist. <coughs> or something like that. Um, and then there's the... Uh, well, there's always bad guys, right? In every story. Well, there really are always bad guys. It seems to me no matter where you go, you have to fight people who are morons. And there are races like cockroach-type races that... Well, humans aren't too far from it, really, if you think about it. You're not. You kind of, like, strip your world clean of its resources and destroy it as you go along, like cockroaches. But these things are worse, the, the race that I know of. And if they ever come to the, uh, this planet, you're screwed. I mean, you're screwed. It'd be worse than Independence Day or any of your science fictions. It's for the worlds, and they won't be dying from some whatever weird disease. They'll just take what they want. They might not even care about you. They might, you know, drain your water off your planet and just leave and let leave you to die. They might not even mess with you because you, your technology is nothing to them. I'm going to actually, in space, and engineers, uh, I'm going to work on, when I get a computer back, um, building... Some of the ships from my universe. My universe is already space-fearing, if I haven't told you that. We already have things and technologies. My, I have a ship myself. I have never seen anything or heard anything more advanced than my ship, which I'll be building that eventually. They'll be building other ships as well. Um, one of that race. And the amount of guns in that one ship that I saw that one time was just... It either had me worried... My ship could have easily defeated it, but I didn't want to bother with getting into a fight with them. So I parked, parked my ship in, uh, went into a nebula, and they, they never knew I was there, and we just watched them pass by. Because obviously when you're in a nebula, those lights, it just distorts uh, sensors, and there are sensors that try to see that, but when you're looking for one little ship, you know, even big ships are little compared to the universe or the multiverse. And I knew of, you know, from, because I was me, we'll get to that, that I knew of this species, that it's just best not to confront them. One, we didn't want any, want them to know there were any uh, life forms in that sector of the universe. And if you knew where that the universe was at, then you would be glad that I made that decision. 
So there's that. Um, so in space engineers, because I can uh, shift build custom and design a custom, I'm going to try to recreate the best I can with the limits of that game, recreate the epic verse and translate my reality to yours. The epic verse is a universe. You live in a universe. You have you live in the Milky Way. The galaxy I come from. It's not called the Milky Way. Actually, I can't remember what it, the. I don't even know if I know. I don't think I cared. The planet that the Q that I found the Q on. I don't think that I ever, if I did pay attention to the solar system or whatever they were in, I don't think I remember the names of them or cared. Maybe they didn't name them because they didn't care either. But interestingly enough, um, the the cockroach type race that I told you of, they don't like cockroaches. Actually, I'm not sure what they look like off the top of my head. I have to remember that one. It's hard to remember everything at once. Especially when it's from another universe, and you got to translate it into this reality. When it's nothing like this one, remember, my skin is blue in a bluish tint. My eyes—well, I can't even describe those to you for that reality. But anyway, um, the Q know of that race as well. They're not ascended like the Q, but this race is really old, and their technology is quite advanced. Um, so I would be aware of that. I mean, whether they're, I would have no way of knowing right now whether they could be in your solar system, they could be in your galaxy. I don't know. But if they were, then I would be frightened. Well, I wouldn't be frightened. I know that eventually, oh, someone that I know out there will find me and take me off this rock or I'll die here, then go back my way going through the realities of time. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen the perspective of time? Maybe you haven't. Maybe some of you have. Have some of you been given the ability to see time? How I see time? Uh, I would describe it like this. Uh, if I have a vision of time, it kind of looks like movie reels. You know, the old film. Multiple strips of time and they're moving but those pictures are everywhere kind of like pixels every pixel you look at is another memory and they come they flash by you but they're in a roll sometimes like uh, events or a timeline or a reel of a movie But it's hard to focus because you can see all these various perspectives of your personal life as an example I've seen this for myself, where you can see yourself as a 12-year-old and you can jump into that reality, like, well, I'm a 12-year-old right now, you can jump back out anywhere you were, and you have the feelings and memories you did when you were 12. Do you do humans do that? The Q can do that. Maybe you can't do that. Maybe you can't go back and remember what it was like when you were 12 on... March 7th, the 1987. You know, maybe you can't do that kind of stuff. And if I concentrate, I can actually do that. 
it's been a while since I've tried. But I can do that in general. Um, that's an interesting thing. Uh, especially if I'm more practiced. You know, you can do that. I've already mentioned this before. You can learn how to do that. Maybe not in your waking time. Maybe you can with meditation learn to do that. I'm sure you could. But you also could do it in your dream world. You learn to control your dreams. You just write your, dream, write your dreams down every night. You learn to wake up in your dreams. And you can utilize for practice and do any things. You pretty much can go into God mode in your dreams and do whatever you want. And you can create and invent and do whatever you want. I mean, literally. You realize you can do anything in your dreams, right? And if you learn to control your dreams, you literally can do anything. Waking up in a lucid dream where you have ability to do anything. And you can learn to hold yourself in that dream world. Yeah? True story. I'm teaching you secrets here. You may even meet some people that I know. Do you know you actually can uh, um, meet Q that way? They're there. They're out there. So they say. They say they're willing to uh, talk to humans. I don't know whether they will or not, or whether you will actually, any of you will actually try to communicate with them. I mean, is anybody actually writing their dreams down, and are they asking for the cue? Oh, again, it's written Q-U-E is how you spell Q. My name is Q, is letter Q. It's short for, it doesn't matter what it's short for. Um, but Q, or the Q. I just told you who the Q are. I've been trying to figure out how to translate their name into your world, and that seems to be the best one, is Q-U-E-Q. And so that's what we're going with from now until the end of canon, which will be never. There'll be no end to the canon. The canon will keep firing forever as the Q or the Q. The ascended race that I met long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, in a yellow sun much like your own, I met the Q. And have you heard of the Q Council? I noticed that because I didn't premiere that episode, that it wasn't seen as much. I didn't put that on the audio podcast because that was structured just for the nerds. It was kind of a fun play on words about black boxes and whatever because of a a joke argument that various nerds and geeks were having in that YouTube community that I'm a part of. Part of multiple communities on YouTube, uh, but that one in particular. Of course, I'm involved in DJ communities and music communities, etc. But I'm a DJ. I kind of, like I said, combine it and mash it up. And uh, my channel will be a lot more of that. Of course, today I'm not being the Joker so much and talking about, you know, the future of the Epic Verse, which is a serious conversation. But when I'm actually getting back to being myself, but I'm not at work like I am right now, teaching about engineering and Favsky and all that kind of stuff, that I can get back to doing my, what you would call my day job, right? Which is actually for me, my night job, being an entertainer. When I put this suit on and uh, do shenanigans all the time, and I'm never serious telling jokes, and uh, noticing that, you know, the ladies out there are, you know, quite gorgeous and don't you appreciate the ladies i do i mean i'm not a dog or anything but you know girls girls right yeah they're attractive I mean, that's kind of how it's meant to be yeah 
That's what I thought. So, hello, nurse. Or, yeah. Long story. Well, well, kind of. Not really. You know what that means, right? Anyway. Welcome back. Hello, nurse. Oh, anyway. <coughs> so, what was I talking about? Was I talking about anything important? Oh, nurses. Well, nurses are cool. We need those. I like female nurses in particular, you know, because I'm a guy and, you know, sponge bath, please. It's a joke. That's what I want to talk about, jokes. Can we lighten up a little bit? Everything's always serious anymore on this planet, and people are, like, fighting over this and fighting over that, and they're fighting over fighting over stuff, and then they're fighting over fighting over stuff. Then they're fighting over things you don't even know what they're fighting over. They're just fighting because they can. Give me a headache already. Like, ugh, go away. I don't like that shit. And I'll say shit when it comes to that, because I don't like that shit at all. I'm not into that. I'm into positivity and, you know, let's let's do something different. And my job is entertaining. I got enough bullcrap that I love in life. I'm done with that. I'm done with negativity and people treating people like crap and that kind of stuff. Not me. No more. I'm done. Um, I would rather not live anymore than have to be with baloney. So I'm going to live life my way as the Q way would be in the ascended way. Let problems go away. There's no reason to have problems anymore. Life has enough challenges of itself, which I'm going to remove them in my life. Of course, I'm going to remove the problems in my life. I'm going to help you as well. Are you worried about food? Well, I can help you with that too. I can teach you how to grow your own food if you're capable or help people around you do that so you can eat healthier and better, and even tastes good at the same time. Imagine that. And I can help you with water. Uh, there's a lot of survival. I can help you with clothing, with fav skin, and various skills that I know, so I actually can help you with survival in general. Oh, I used to do a podcast talking about all about that kind of stuff and being prepared for whatever emergency comes your way. And have we not just went through a situation here on this planet where being prepared might have been important? Where you had to be at home and there's various things going on in the world where you might want to think about being prepared again and having a mindset of preparedness and having things on hand if you need them might be important. Yeah. And having backups. Oh, am, I, am I thinking like an engineer? Having backups, having a backup plan, and a backup plan to the backup plan. And having redundancies stored, ready to go. Yeah. Take you like an engineer. A space systems engineer. How do you organize and engineer the space that you're in? Well, that's what I do. I'm a space systems engineer. So what better... Then use a game called Space Engineers to tell my story from my perspective in my universe, where I can build my universe and tell my story graphically and audibly at the same time. While utilizing music, a universal language that I will teach you how to code and uncode in a way you haven't been taught before. Sound like a plan? 
Yeah, it does stand. It sounds like a great plan. So that's what I'll be doing. What do you believe we'll be doing? Will you be listening? Um, if you listen to this, um, let me know. If you listen to an episode, write a comment down. Getting feedback is important. As you know, if you do it yourself. And I guess uh, while I'm here finishing up today, let's drop it down into the lows and talk to the ladies here for a minute. Yeah, ladies. Um, this is uh, the epic one, DJQ. And I'm coming at you uh, coast to coast and uh, around the world, across the pond, way down under, and talking to y'all, the ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. Uh, DJ Epic U here, late night, talking to you about the Epicverse. Reporting important news that the Epicverse already knows who I am. DJ Epic U. Yeah, that's who I is. And where I'm from, well, my radio show is quite popular. Especially with ladies, if you can understand where I'm going with that here. Yeah. So you ladies, you humans, uh, hear me for the first time. What is this, episode number four or something like that? Well, episode like four billion and four or something, you know, uh, in the Epicverse. They all know about it. And in the Chronicles of Q, well known, of course, written by Jason Saint. Uh, Jason Saint is a absolutely a legendary writer of Rum From, and uh, the Chronicles of Q. Or you know how you uh, what's the name of that um, movie? You have uh, where you have uh, time and uh, you go out into space and. Uh, you do things when you're there, and you carry that towel with you, you know, that movie with the towel. He's carrying a towel, and they're hitchhiking, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, get your thumb up in the end, hitchhiking. And there's, like, the, that book that knows everything, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you know, that book. Well, this is the truth, the guy Niles truth. There is a book, you see. Those who wrote that book in that movie didn't know of the epic verse. The number of sales of the Chronicles of Q are off the chart. It's beyond measure at this point because it's reached across so many various universes, just like yours. The epic verse is the most popular universe. It's my universe. I am king of the epic verse, if you haven't already heard. The population, well, it's a big one. And you're all invited anytime you want to come. You get tired of living in the Milky Way, you want to go somewhere else, and you're like, you know, I remember that epic guy. He used to do that thing I listened to or that show I watched, and you know what? I'm tired of this place. You're invited. You don't have to stay, but there are rules there. The rules are what I say goes, and I'm easy to get along with. That easy. Number one thing is, no matter what, what I say goes. Simple. 
if you try to do something, you can't do it. The, the physics don't allow you to do something. That means that's a rule. You can't do that. You try to do something and somebody tells you you can't do that. That means that's a rule that I put there. And I promise you, it's way less restrictive than this place that you live in now. If you don't harm another, you're pretty much welcome there. You ever seen a dragon fly? I have. You ever ridden on a dragon? You might want to. You ever seen a dragon? You ain't seen a dragon. Oh, you only see dragons on your make-believe. I see. You ever been in a... Oh, you haven't been in a spaceship either. My goodness gracious. Y'all savages. Anyway, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, I was talking about my show. Yeah, you want to listen to my show? Late Nights with the Epic DJQ. Coming to you live from the center of it all. Yeah, the center of it all. Anyway, you ever tell you that I can sing? I can sing that low bass, baby. Yeah, the bass. It's all about that bass. Need no trouble. It's all about that bass. B-b-b-b-bass. Hey, I would, I would tell you about the song I wrote one time. Yeah, it's a good song. You, all you Star Wars fans are going to like this one. It's called Luke, I'm Your Father. Luke, 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 I'm Your Father. Luke, 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 I'm Your Father. Luke, 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 I'm Your Father. Luke, get in. Luke, I'm Your Father. Look in, look at me, father. Look, look, look at me, father. Or something like that. That's improv on that one, you know, for you and thin. But that's number one hit, you know, in the other verse called Luke, I'm your father. You know, I'll put a beat to that and, you know, Luke, I'm your father. Luke, 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 I'm your father. Luke, 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 I'm your father. Luke, 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 I'm your father. Anyway, I'm father than you, Luke. Look, I'm your father. Look, I'm father than you. Look, I'm your father. Look, 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 I'm your father than you. Look, I'm your father. I'm father with you with the force. Or something like that. Anyway. Yeah, that was that was a good song. You know, way back in the day. That was a fun one to record. Yeah, yeah we, we got your uh, information there. Uh, from your Star Wars movie that you wrote back, you know, a long time ago. You know, how the... The light travels infinitely through the space, and you know, those signals can be picked up when they're broadcast out there and all that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, we, then entities like myself can pick that up and like, oh, oh, interesting. This is a concept, uh, a Darth Vader and a Luke Skywalker and, you know, various things in the Force, you know. Well, there's the Q, the Q are kind of like the Force, if you know how to talk to the Q. You know, they talk about midichlorians or something. Like, well, I don't know what midichlorians are, but I know what the Q are. And when you harness the power of the Q, they work with you. They're kind of like, well, they are an ascended race that works with you. Kind of like angels, you know. See, like, let's say you could control angels and say, hey, 10,000 angels, come do this for me. Well... Well, if I say I want 10,000 Q to come help me out, well, they'll help me out instantly because, you know, 
I am the king of the Q because I am the representative of the Q. It is my mission to uh, not work as a prophet, but to tell the Q story and to gather information throughout existence as well as my team, you know, my personal assistance. Uh, we also have a, a responsibility to, uh, you know, do as mechanics do and engineers do and fix things that we see wrong along the way. And that's basically our mission, you know, help out as we can. You know, do our best to be a service to others and uh, help out and make a difference. You know, we can't give away all our technology and the, the path to ascension, but we can help as we go. And we think that uh, collectively as the cue that the you can get there eventually. You know, it takes time and effort and you got to work at it. You got to settle your differences, and that's the first part of this entry. You gotta, you gotta drop all the crap, and you just gotta move on. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so there's that uh, uh, music. Um, uh, if anybody needs uh, a little bit of uh, help with uh, voice acting and something of that nature, you know, you need me to sing a song, maybe like a country song or something, you know. You need a really deep voice, or you need a beat, yeah. Uh, I can help you out with that, too. Um, uh, what's that song, uh, I'm Your Man, or something like that, Your Man, by Josh uh, Tuna. I can sing it deeper than that, yeah, I'm your man, baby. I'm your man all night long. Because uh, that's what I do. Uh, I sit here and sing the song. Yeah, yeah. I got attacked. Yeah, you see that? I got attacked. Higher. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Woo! I got attacked by something. I don't know what that was all about. Craziness. Yeah. Accidents. You know, you just roll with it when that kind of stuff happens. So where was I before? I was really interrupted. Was that like R2 or something? I don't know what that was. I think that was like some kind of robot or something. Androids. You love androids. You ever mess with those androids? They're kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, back to describing the you know, Q. Uh, it's not like midichlorians in Star Wars. You know, Q are each individually conscious. This is true. But Q are also... Um, collectively uh, connected, you know. Well, they were a source that they're connected to. It's kind of like a network where there's the higher thought of the collective consciousness, but yet there's individuals at the same time. Not like a hive mind where there's a controller. It's just they realize, you know, what they are. And so they have a, a unified goal and a connection, and they don't hide things from each other, but they don't always know anything everybody's thinking or doing because they're individuals, but they could access it and need, you know. If they need to know the answer to a mathematical problem, uh, for example, it would just come to them by asking the question because one of the cues somewhere knows that answer at the top of the head, so they would freely give that information to the network, uh, through the consciousness and the other key would have that answer. That's how it works. You see, it is give. 
And uh, so they, they learned to work together, and that's why all of the races ascended, because they learned to work together in that way. Where they had privacy, but yet nothing hidden. You know, it's a great place. It's past the utopia. <coughs> because they didn't necessarily even need the physical bodies anymore. Um, they went back to being a light being, or something like that. Yeah, anyway, the, the, from your perspective, they would be a light being. It's not that they don't have a physical body, but they don't need to f be in a 3D reality anymore. You know what I'm saying? They can be in a virtual reality, not like in a computer virtual reality, but, you know, in a reality where it's thought, where it's energy, where they're not forced to stay in this physical uh, situation like you all find yourselves in now. So that's the cue as far as how the cue uh, operate that way. Uh, in the cue, um, I am representative of the cue. Like I said, I had met them. I met them on their planet uh, just before uh, they went into the ascension phase where they were leaving. Uh, the structures were left with me and one of the representatives. Uh, we will go into that later. But... Uh, that's how I met them, and I had to learn, like I said, you know, how to, uh, their ways and their technologies, and they always assist me with that currently, you know, as I go along. If I need questions, answer questions, answer, then I bring it to the queues, like, yeah, what's this question? How do I, how do I solve this, you know what I'm saying? And so you also as well. Anyone out there, they have a question they need an answer to. Feel free to drop in the comment section um, for your question there, and I will bring it to the Q Council, and they will get ready on answering those questions for you. Now, if it gets to the point where there are too many questions, then we might have to do something different in how to uh, bring those questions into you know an organization where we can get them answered in a timely manner. So that it may not be as easy as said and done later on down the road. We might have to figure out a structure to differently than the comments. But for now, uh, you can leave a comment in the video, and I'll do my best uh, to get that question to the Q Council, and they can answer that for you. There may be something uh, I might get Jenny working on here eventually. Uh, then I, when I get that uh, built. Uh, that Jenny may be able to take care of that for you. Uh, who who Jenny is is an even longer story. We'll get there someday. So, um, what else are we talking about here? Um, I think that uh got the suit covered. Uh, we're talking about that. Uh, DJing, uh, doing the late show later on. Um, I think that... Uh, Surely, that uh, you know, once you hear my music, for example, you know, uh, I could be able to put some beats down and sing a couple of songs. You know, um, oh, let me think of a song off the top of my head. Well, I could sing this song that never ends, you know, that's a good one. You know, this is the song that never ends. I could go deeper now, my friends. Oh, yeah. This isn't the deepest I can go. 
I have like special powers, you know, or powers of Omai's. The power of oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. Grimlock. Oh, you haven't met Grimlock. Grimlock only come out when he wants to come out. Anyway, you don't want to talk to Grimlock. Grimlock is a, he's kind of a, I don't know, he's something else. You haven't met Grimlock? Yeah, Grimlock's like, yeah, my voice is at this level here. Grimlock's at a level lower. Grimlock, because it takes effort to get to Grimlock, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, Grimlock. No, I can't even do Grimlock right now. But I can get pretty low. But how low can I go? Well, that depends on if Grimlock is having a good day or not. Grimlock is the base. You know, he, he, Grimlock is the base. Anyway. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, I can sing in uh, a deep voice like this, you know. So there's that, you know. A country song I could definitely sing. Uh, uh, various uh, popular songs that you, you need a, a true bass, you know, that kind of a thing. And, uh, I bet you didn't know that. I mean, well, some of you knew that, but did you know that I go as low? But it's not no snow. Anyway, so, as I was saying, there's lots of things, lots of bright future going along, and, uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to this episode uh, of the Epic Verse. We've talked about a little bit, some plans we got going on with uh, the YouTube and, and the audio podcast that you're listening to right now. You're hearing the audio podcast on YouTube. Uh, possibly, if I get around to it and getting some uh, pictures for you to look at. If not, then uh, you just got the standard, you know, picture there and just an audio podcast on YouTube as well uh, for now. Now when I get an advanced computer, something that I can edit with and eventually um, do the uh, videos on too where I can uh, get the Space Engineers game on there and get demonstrating and building the worlds and you can come along as I build the worlds and uh, East Roth as I'm doing that and uh, hopefully when I get around so I'll be able to watch that as I DJ while I played the game that would be kind of cool I think so but down the road having a special uh, evening edition of the Epicverse as I was saying earlier this broadcast goes out to the Epicverse all the time it's just you on this planet Earth in the Milky Way are new to it. So I'd like to in- welcome you, all you new listeners on Earth. Uh, thank you for tuning into the Epic Verse. Again, I am your host, the Epic DJQ. And I want to thank you for tuning into this latest broadcast. And remember, the chair is against the wall. Do you know what that means? The chair is against the wall. It's coded.
Everything is coded. The chair is against the wall. I want to thank you for, again, listening. If you can possibly at the end here, I'll bring it up one more time. That if you could donate to the cause, every little bit could matter. Um, Five dollars, ten dollars, a million if you got it, you know. It is what it is, you know, at the times that we're in. And I don't feel bad for asking for a little bit. I'm giving it away. Uh, as we go now, you're getting to behind the scenes, you know, with me, uh, DJQ. And because you're getting the behind the scenes, you get to entertain. And what is that worth to you? To spend, you know, an hour, hour and a half to get entertained by someone. What would you give for that? Is that a worth a $5 bill to you or... Or maybe you wait till, you know, 10 episodes and they're all worth, you know, $5 and you send me a $50 bill. That's worth worth the, I don't know what's worth the, I'll leave that up to you. Anyway, so there's that, there's that, infram- that little fad thing and get that taken care of and out the way. We got more coming. That's what I can say about this uh, podcast and everything. Everyone's going to be different. This is the beginning. We'll call this the uh, the preface of the book. Where you currently heard. You're getting the idea of what the epic verse is about. And today's song, as I said before, is that funk giving life back to music. So as I send you away, uh, I'll send you that folks page wherever they are, on Spotify, on YouTube. You know what? When you get there, make a comment for me. Yeah? Tell them DJQ sent you. Tag it. DJQ. It's DJQ. Hashtag that. Tell them DJQ sent you. That's all you got to do. We'll get my name out there. I sent you that, didn't I? So tell the truth. The truth will set you free. And then that funk will know all about me. You see? A tribute to them. Win-win. That's how I do it. So anyway, till next time, this is DJQ with the other perspective. The only perspective you need of the Epicverse. The only perspective of the Epicverse. The only translator. The only one with the most. So we'll call this... uh ENN, Epic News Network, signing off. Till later, peoples.